Uh, what the hell are the Ravens going to do? Lamar Jackson saying he wants out, but yet there's apparently they were negotiating last week, and then he tweets out today that he requested a trade on the second. Jeremy Kahn, I'm sure you have had a busy day. He's the co-host of the Big Bad Morning Show on 105.7 The Fan in Baltimore and Odyssey Station. There you go. Uh, quiet, quiet day for you, Jeremy. I expect you know, probably not much to talk about or, you know, even, yeah, you're just, just chilling, right? Yeah. You know what's funny is that it, all this stuff broke after we got off the air. So it's like I'm driving home and my phone's blowing up. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I'm looking at the phone going, oh, God, tomorrow's going to be awful. Tomorrow's just going to be so so bad. And, like, I just don't know what the end game is here because I, I feel like Lamar is being a little passive aggressive, if you will, almost like the Russell Wilson, I want everyone to like me. Hey, Baltimore, my fans, I'm going to be back. They don't care if you're coming back and you're not on the team. Um, you know, it's just it was such a weird timing. And he also released it at the exact time that Harbaugh was answering questions. So uh, he didn't let him, um, you know, he, he didn't do him any favors. Let's just say that. What do you think went down last season? Because, you know, at first it was, okay, Lamar's hurt. He's going to be back. He's our quarterback. That's what we heard from Harbaugh. And then, like, later on in the season, things got weird where it was, hey, I'm only worried about the guys that are here on this field right now. And, you know, there were people that thought maybe Lamar could come back for the playoffs. Obviously, you know, he was probably too in injured to come back. But w what do you think went, went on last season with the organization, the team, and Lamar, if anything? Yeah, and, and uh, you know, there was, there was a lot of talk that, you know, some people even now don't believe, believe it was a business decision not to play in the playoffs. Hmm. He wasn't there for the playoff game, to say the least. And some people said, well, the team didn't want him to travel, but he was at the game the previous week. I mean, I don't. There's some weird stuff that's going on there that we're not privy to, and nobody's talking about. And I think the Ravens are playing everything as close to the vest as they can because they were trying not to upset him to hopefully get a deal done. Because I mean, I keep going back to this where fans are like, "It's like, do you want him back now?" And of course you do because he's such a good player. Right. But like, do you get him back the same way he was before? Is he angry? Is does he hold a grudge? Because. All of this stuff seems like there's something happened behind the scenes or he wasn't happy with the offense with Greg Roman and he never changed it. Um, and I, who knows what was going on behind the scenes. But, but like, in all honesty, I don't know how you bring back a Lamar at this point and he's going to be a happy camper here with all that he said. And I do think it's a little naive on his part to just put out a statement saying, yeah, I want to be traded. Thanks for everything, Baltimore. Um, I don't know if you know this, but they can match anything that still happened. So you could still be very disgruntled but get paid in Baltimore. And I think the contract they offered him was unbelievably fair. It was more than that. So I, I don't know what this is all about. You know, like, so now going into the season, because that defense went healthy, still top five, top ten, and they just spent money on that defense, what do you think that they should do? You know, should you go with Tyler Huntley, Snoop Huntley for a year, maybe draft Anthony Richardson because you don't have to completely change the offense? Is it a rebuild, a rebuild on the fly? Like, what's the plan going into the season? In a really tough AFC, but with a loaded defense that, again, you just gave Roquan all that money, you know? Yeah. Well, like, we talked about this, too. Like, next year is the year you want the number one overall pick, right? I mean, we're right. all kind of in agreement with that. that yes. We think Caleb is the real deal. Even Drake not, not May, maybe. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so those two, like, I, I would take those two probably over the guys in this year's draft class. So, that being said, even if you get someone's two first-round picks, we don't know where it's going to be. I right. mean, what if it is the Patriots and – are you in are you in a mode where you can go get a quarterback? Um, you know, I think I said this last time on your show, I will always refer to him as Pro Bowl quarterback Tyler Huntley. Yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe you roll with this guy and just like cuz my thought process is that's that's still going to be a top 5 defense no matter what. Uh, it's still going to be a really really good defense. Now, coming into the fold, it's not like you can tank and hope to get a top tier pick. Uh, you know, the team you trade Lamar to, could he get hurt and you end up with a great number 1 pick next year? I, I mean, maybe, but you can't plan on any of those things. So it's like 
I don't know what you do if you're the Ravens. I think you still play it as is. There's not much out there. They knew this was going to happen. It's like being the last guy at the buffet line. You know, there's, okay, you've got some options, but they're not going to go ahead and cook some other stuff up if that's what you want. There's no quarterbacks out there. So what do you want to do? Where do you want to go from here? And um, I don't know if Atlanta gets back in the mix. I, I'm still seeing that they were one of the favorites. Yeah. I have no <laughs> I, this is so frustrating as a as a very um opinionated guy in doing sports talk radio. I don't know what's going on. I think the city's burning and I'm just sitting here talking to you guys, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and Jeremy, there's been a lot of confusion about who actually is interested in Lamar. All the fans and even Atlanta as an organization say that they're not interested in Lamar even though they continue to be up top the odds board in terms of going after him. Obviously, Indy's one of the teams. Like To me, it feels weird that there aren't more teams trying to go out and get him to the point where I think to myself, maybe there's some like inside baseball being played. Yeah, well, and, and some people, look, the word collusion was brought up. And, again, you wouldn't have to collude with everybody in the league. You just have to talk to the teams that might be interested in a quarterback. And so I, I don't know if any of that went on or if this is just how everything's playing out. Um you know, the other thing, too, with getting Lamar, you're not just you're not just trading for what I believe is a really good quarterback. Some people may differ on that and how you feel about the player. I think the guy's special. So even though you're trading for a guy that's, that should help your franchise get better, you're also paying him a ton of money. He's going to eat up a ton of your cap space, and you're giving up draft capital to go get him. So I understand why some teams might take a step back. I, I don't get the Atlanta Falcons thing. To me, it made the most sense of him to go there. Um but you know they're gonna. They didn't want to upset Desmond Ritter, or I mean I don't know what's happening. But but you know it is interesting too to look at uh, some of the other teams that could be involved. Are the Colts involved? Are you know are the Patriots going to be involved? Are the Texans interested? Um, you know I, I just I think he makes sense for a lot of teams, but I don't know that you know the dollars are going to add up and what he wants. And I, one of uh, one of my co-hosts is a former GM of I mean Vinny Serrato, former GM of the Washington uh, Commanders, well Redskins at the time, but. But, you know, he was talking about it. He said, I'd give him a three-year, $150 million deal and tell him there's no way, write it that I won't franchise you at the end of the deal. Would the Ravens match that? Are the Ravens going to match anyway with all that's been said? So I, I just think you – they're in such a terrible I, I'll, I'll position. I'll say this real quick, Jeremy. It doesn't yeah. surprise me that he feels that way at all, given his track record. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> you can take as many, as many shots as you want. I, I get that. <laughs> uh, but – but, you know, it's just it's just a matter of it's so frustrating because all the things that he said that he wanted to do and what he wanted to bring to the team, and now it's like, oh, it's a business. And this is the first time we've really heard him say, hey, this is a business and I'm making a business decision. I'm, I'm curious, though, Jeremy, even if they were to figure out some way to get a middle ground deal done because there's no other teams that he can find that will pay him what he does want to get paid, do you think Lamar will ever be happy in Baltimore again after the way that all of this has gone down and the lack of weapons that they've given him. I don't. I don't think. He, I just don't think he's happy here. Period. And I started saying that, uh, you know, when, when some of the the latest stuff come out, when when he was talking about, um, you know, subtweeting somebody like Adam Schefter and say those are lies. Um, when we all were were when we finally got to learn about Ken Francis and we can't wait for the thirty for thirty on his you've got a box, you've got a gym type deal thing going on with his yoga mat, barbells, and uh, a band. Um, so I, who knows what's going on with that, if he could actually be happy here. But ultimately, I think he's going to have to deal with the possibility of coming back here and try to be a professional about it. But 
for whatever reason, what went on behind the scenes, he's butthurt about something, and it's not going to change. Well, the big thing is, you and I have talked about this plenty of times. We've done shows together. Like, it's it's fascinating to me that he hasn't realized that maybe having family involved directly in the business, and I know it's not just family. There's a business partner involved, too, but these are people really close to you. When negotiations get heated, as a lot of times they do, especially with this kind of money, you, family hears negative things said about you, and it becomes more personal. And they go back and say what was said to them. So this just always had the writing on the wall, Jeremy, of just being one of those things where you're like, this is not going to end well. Uh, you, you talk about him, the chance of him still coming back. I know that there's, you know, obviously the non-exclusive franchise tag and all those things. I, I just don't, I don't think that that's necessary. I, I just don't think they can. It just doesn't see any way that that could actually happen. But you know, on, on top of that. If they were to bring him back, are they actually going to go out and try and build a, a better offense around him? Because I see Nelson Aguilar getting signed going, yeah. well, they're doing the same damn thing they keep doing a receiver. Well, and that's well, – how about how about Ravens fans? We don't know what's happening with our quarterback. Here's Nelson Aguilar. Are you happy? Right. Um, <laughs> he saved somebody from a, from a burning building one time, though. I thought that was a cool story. He's a good guy. Yeah, he's – look, I – and he's not he's not a horrible player, but it's this is where they're at. Like I don't think he's no matter who signed Nelson Aguilar, they wouldn't have been happy, right? There were there wouldn't have been like, Oh my god, we got Nelson, things are gonna be great. <laughs> but when you're the Ravens and you need receivers and that's the guy you bring in, fans are like, What the hell is this? Is this really what we're doing? Um, but but you I mean you made the point too, like he's not, if he's not gonna be happy here, then ultimately they have to figure something out. And the other thing that, you know, we haven't talked about is his mom as an agent. I've heard his mom is unbelievably difficult to deal with. We've heard he's turned down endorsements that would have paid him tons of money. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm talking about simplistic stuff that, like, things that you wouldn't even consider not, you know, not dealing with. And, and like, all of us are in radio. I'd, I'd like to think that all of us at some point have either had an agent, talked to somebody about being our agent. We know what it's like when you're negotiating contracts and you go in there and if you've gone in by yourself and, what they're doing is telling you all the reasons why you're not worth what you think you're worth. Meanwhile, you're just trying to make a couple extra bucks to make a living. And th- we're talking about millions of dollars here. And and I feel like the Ravens have been, you know, Lamar drew a line in the sand. The Ravens have been coming forward, coming forward, coming forward. But it hasn't been a negotiation. It's been a demand. And there's a big difference to me. How much uh, do you think Calais Campbell has a couple good years left in him? <laughs> <laughs> Are you hoping he goes to Green Bay? No, I don't want him so much. I'm kind of hoping that he goes to the – I'm all in, Jeremy, on the Jets this year. I bet them plus 2,200. Okay. They're down to 14 to 1. So I saw he visited the Jets and then the Bills uh, as well, and I'm just trying to think of the best fit. Like how much – how good do you think he could be next year? I mean, he's he is still a difference maker. You're talking about a guy that's, what, 6'8", six, 6'9". Six, even on – like people don't even talk about the special team stuff that he does there on the line as well. Um, and he's he's just a good guy. I mean, that guy, that guy's always up for the Walter Payton Award, Man of the Year Award, almost every single season, and yeah. he's still playing at a fairly high level. Now, I do think at some point in time you're going to start looking at him being more of a rotational piece than a guy you expect to be out there the entire time, if you get my drift, that you know he's going to have to take more and more plays off as he gets older. But I didn't see – anything that would say that he's fallen back and that he can't play at the highest level. Yeah, I was actually shocked that he's 36 years old, but I guess he's been around forever. Let's uh, talk like we're at the we're at the bar stool right now, and let's say that I'm Brian Gutekinds, and we're just done with the Jets. We want nothing to do with them anymore, and we have some interest in Lamar Jackson. We're going to have to make this work financially, sign and trade. Both guys are going to be expensive. Would you take Aaron Rodgers with that defense for a year or two, even though you guys have no weapons, and kind of go all in, or would you rather just all over? 
God, do I want uh, – give me the circus. You know, give me something to talk about this season. I, you know, like, we're, we're all radio hosts. Like, we like the interesting stuff until it gets to this point. Like, I'm sick of Lamar Jackson. I'm so sick of talking about what he may or may not do. Um, but, but with Aaron Rodgers, there's so much to talk about. You know, we can talk about darkness, um, you know, all that hippie stuff, ayahuasca. We can get into anything. I, hell, the Ravens, we, we could actually bring in his crappy receivers from Green Bay, and it would be better than what we were having here. So, hey, look, it, it could, be, uh, could be something there if, if it doesn't work out. But um, ultimately, I have no idea where Lamar ends up. But if Aaron Rodgers is available, I'd take it. Jeremy, I'm curious if Lamar goes somewhere else. What is life like on the radio for you? <laughs> is it just like a wasteland? Is there like what Lamar is up to? Tuesdays updates? with Tyler. Snoop yeah, joins the show. Snoop Hunt, like all pros, <laughs> you know, like a Pro Bowl quarterback. Snoop Huntley joins for a full hour. Like what? What? Snoop, what, are, what the hell were you thinking on the goal line? Did you think you were six like, foot six when you stretched out and reached for the end? Breaking zone? down the difference between Todd Munkin and Greg Roman. Like, what is the show? I think the show is talking about how great that 130 yards he threw for in week one was amazing when they won 10 to seven, um, you know, over some lowly team from the NFC South in their opening game or something, but it's just going to be rough. And like, thank God the Orioles are actually going to be halfway decent, but why can't we have nice things? We have two teams. Why can't they both be good just for a little bit? 2012, we had that one year where the Ravens won the Super Bowl and the Orioles went to the playoffs for the first time and God knows when. But we just can't have nice things here in Baltimore. So would you rather Lamar stays and the circus continues and the disgruntled thing continues for your sake? I think so. I, I Look, I think it's better for, personally, for ratings. <laughs> and I think it's better for, uh, you know, just for the team. Um, and I would rather watch him play. Look, I think Lamar's dynamic. I think he's great. I, I think he's very immature with how he's approached this. But if he had an agent, I think it would have been a lot different. And uh, here in lies the rub. This is where we're at. But, yes, I would rather have him back. You know, it's funny hearing you talk about wanting the circus. I can tell you spending over a decade in D.C., the circus gets old really, really quick when it's the same damn thing. So, But if you need any help, I will help you and coach you through dealing with a circus of a season. So I got you, buddy. Jeremy Kahn, 105.7 The Fan in Baltimore. Good talking to you. Thanks, guys. I think I just need a hug. So Yeah, yeah, we got you. Come by. Free hugs from the show anytime. Anytime. Best beer in the business right there. Jeremy Kahn. I promise you that. Uses a lot of beard oil. That's how you get it. I don't know. He always looks like he's going like Coachella. He's the best. <laughs>